desert. I'll maybe be out of there in a second. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? East Society Podcast, 31 Days of Horror. Brian and I are back. Uh, still in the 80s. We're going to go uh, to 1982 for the horror slasher thriller Death Valley. No one knows you. No one has ever seen you before. And no one will notice. When you're gone, Death Valley was a great place for a family vacation until the tourist business started dying. Death Valley, rated R. Now playing at Birdcage, 49er and Sacramento Drive-In. A New York boy finds dead bodies when he goes west to visit his mother uh, and her boyfriend. Okay, I'll just a quick one for Google. See what... IMDb has to say, a divorced mother, her young son, and a new boyfriend set out on a road trip through Death Valley and run into a foul of local serial killer. This is written and directed by, or written or directed by Dick Richards and written by Richard Rothenstein. And this stars Paul Lamette, um, Catherine Hicks. That's Andy's mom, right? From Child's Play. Yep, I'm looking it up right now. All right, the great Wilfred Brimley, uh, Edward Herman. You guys remember him from um, Lost Boys? He was the head vampire. Um, Mary Steelsmith, who's only in it for a little bit, and the great Peter Billingsley. Ralphie. Yeah, Ralphie, Messy Marvin for you. Super old schoolers. You remember that those commercials? Messy Marvin? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say that to one of my friends. And they went, who? I said, you guys don't remember Messy Marvin? They went, no. I said, yeah, I said one of them old school commercial lines to my daughter. It was, what was it? Mikey, he likes it or whatever. Yeah. And she had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> had to pull it up on YouTube. Death Valley, not even a scream escapes. Oh, did I mention? Uh, no, I didn't. Stephen McHattie, if you guys remember, um, what was that zombie movie when he was a radio DJ but with no zombies uh, in Pont- it? Pontypool. Yeah, I liked it. Some people, some people didn't like that movie. I mean, I, I just, I don't, I just don't get it. It's not a bad movie. It's just. Kind of goes was, over my head a little bit. It, it reminded me of like a War of the Worlds type of thing, where yeah, not the movie movie, but the the actual the radio show when when they shit's happening and he's just 
reporting it, but we don't see any of it really. I only saw it the one time, but I remember liking it because I remember people saying, "Oh, it's stupid," and it's this, it's that, and I said, "Well, let me watch this because I like him. I, he's been in a ton of movies." Yeah, I liked him in. It's uh, the last thing I saw. In, uh, come, come to me, Daddy, with uh, yeah. Elijah Wood. All right, but Brian, have you seen Death Valley before? No, I had no idea what you were talking about. You said Ralphie was in it. I was like, okay, I, I definitely never heard of this one because I don't think I've seen him in a horror movie before. So another first time watch for me, and I actually kind of dug it. I dug the scenario of him, uh, parents are split up, um, uh, mom stays out in Death Valley with he. The dad stays in New York. He's going to see the mom. Mom has a new boyfriend, so you got that whole aspect of him trying to get to know the boyfriend and have form some kind of relationship. And then he he doesn't witness a murder, but he he comes across a, a murder scene, and then uh, somebody notices. Uh, he has some evidence linking them to the murder scene and you just kind of go on this uh, ride from there. And I, I thought it was pretty good. The, the copy I saw on YouTube wasn't the greatest. It definitely was a VHS rip and there was some tracking issues a couple times in the movie, <laughs> but it all, it kind of, it kind of took me back to the VHS days when you, you recorded something or you, you rented something and you just had a cut little tracking issues. You just got adjusted a little bit. So yeah, it kind of, kind of, what was that? You must've did a deep search. I couldn't find it on YouTube. I have the Blu-ray. So that's why, how I saw it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I caught this one. It's, it's on Blu-ray. Everybody, if you can't find them. Uh, it's on uh, YouTube. If you can't find, find a Blu-ray. So that's how I watched it. And, um, yeah, I, I dug, I, at first I kind of didn't like, uh, what was his name? Not Ralphie. He's Ralphie to me, but, uh, Billy, Billy, I kind of didn't like Billy at first cause he was a little smart ass, always correcting everybody and not really giving, uh, what was it? Uh, Mike, not really giving him the time of day. Mike was trying to have some kind of relationship with him. But then it just started, he started to grow on me. And I was just like, well, he's doing a great job, uh, Peter Billingsley, playing Billy. Because he just kind of switched from kind of bratty little kid to someone you were just trying to see kind of make it out of this situation. And a lot of, uh, there were some dumb people, some dumb situations. Like the whole babysitter scene was kind of. Yeah, she deserved it. <laughs> yeah, she was eating all the snacks, and she fell for that free soda thing. Yeah, went for it. I was like, <laughs> you, des- you deserve what's coming because I knew what was coming. Yeah, uh, well, I saw this uh, when it came out. Um, I saw the poster uh, at this. This was before. This is a year before a Christmas story came out. But even when a Christmas story came out, it wasn't like a hit. It was a movie that like came and went i think once it started doing the cable run and the the tv is when christmas story blew up to the big 
uh, holiday cult classic it is now. If you guys haven't seen that new one, they the the one I think was it on Max, the when Ralphie's older. If you guys haven't seen that, check that one out. That one was uh, really uh, good. A Christmas Story Christmas. Yeah, that one was really good. I was shocked. I remember me and Mike watching that last year. But with this one, um, the first time I'd seen it in the theater, I missed the beginning. I came in uh, probably around the babysitter scene. Because I, I went to go see something else, and then that movie was over. So I went upstairs uh, to watch this and whatever else was playing with it. I don't remember. But I remember watching this movie going, oh, wow, it was cool. So I sat through whatever the second movie was. It was probably something stupid, which I don't remember. And then I, I watched this again. Uh, so I got to see the parts that I missed. So I always thought this was a good movie. I, I liked it. And I I remember seeing uh, it uh, at the drive-in as well. We went to see some other horror movie. Mom and Dad took us to see, and this was the second movie. And I remember telling my mom, like, "Oh, my, this movie's good." She's like, "When did you see this?" <laughs> um, my mom and Dad, I just would, I'm going to the movies. Okay, see you later. And I would go and see everything and anything I could see that was playing at the theater right around the corner from my house. So I saw horror movie after horror movie, raunchy uh, comedies, uh, shoot 'em up action, and Star Wars every now and then when they played it there. And I just my parents didn't care as long as I came home before the street lights were on. Uh, I, they were, I was all right. So, and I remember watching this, and my mom, she, my mom was really into us. And when it was over, she goes, Where, "When did you see this?" I said, "I saw it in the theater one time." She was like, when? I said, I don't know, a while ago. <laughs> so, but she was like, okay. I mean, I don't know, to each his own, raise your kids how you want to raise. My mom and dad just didn't know what we were watching. So, but those were different times. Uh, you got to know what your kids are watching now, especially with all the craziness that's, that's all over the internet and everything. Police yeah. your kids, please. But yeah, this movie, I've always loved it. I thought it was good. Uh, again, he was only messy Marvin to me. He wasn't uh, Ralphie yet, so I was really like, "Oh, this, it was a good movie." If if you if you haven't seen it and you watch it, it um, we mentioned uh, or we did episode Blood Beach, and I just it's like they just filmed the movie. This one they really put their time into it. There was a uh, since it's outside and and Death Valley, there's nice. Uh, scenery shots and and what's going on in, in the film because I, I noticed it when I when I did the re again I've seen this movie a bunch of times but really paying attention uh, to it this time because I knew I was gonna be talking about it I was like wow I didn't I never noticed this or noticed that so but I mean it was nothing that changed the, the movie for me but I was like I liked how they filmed this and how how they directed it because it starts off in uh, New York first. And that's when we're introduced to uh, Billy and his dad. And he's he's just doing his things in, in New York. I think Brooklyn is where they were. And he's uh, <clears throat> he's going to go spend, uh, I assume, the summer uh, with his mom. And she lives in uh, California. But they were going to go to Arizona to meet uh, her boyfriend, uh, Mike. And they were going to go on a little road trip vacation uh, through Death Valley. 
but I felt, I mean, I felt for uh, his dad because he was like, you're the best thing ever, and I love you, and Ralph, Ralph he's Ralphie. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was, he was like, well, don't you love mom anymore? And then he was, he was trying to explain uh, to this kid, what was he, eight, nine, maybe? Yeah, and and I, I felt like this was a good scene because he was trying to explain it the best way. Because he, what did he say? He said we we had a picture of each other in our mind of who who we thought we you know we were with, but that the, basically it didn't turn out that way. Yeah, I mean he's trying to explain why he and his mother aren't together anymore, and uh, I mean shout out to him. I mean I. I he he was like you can see sincerely. I felt like oh man, dude, I don't remember this part. <laughs> it like yeah. it like kicks you in the gut right from the get go because he was like made, on the verge of crying. Made me kind of question the mom. He ran right back to your ex. Yeah, she mm. did. Mm. And it was it was someone that she went to high school with. Yeah. So she, she must have had him on standby. But and I think he um, even mentioned at one point he was in New York. That's right. So he probably mm. went out. His mom's Andy's mom is scandalous, but <laughs> but anyway. Um, uh, so he's like, "All right," but he's telling her, "Like, look, go out there, have a good time, and and come back whenever." I don't know the the custody thing on how that works out, but he was like, "All right." So I mean, because his dad wasn't like bad mouthing his mom's boyfriend or bad mouthing his mom. He was just like, just this just happens to couples sometimes, and um, it doesn't mean we don't love you. Because he said you're the best thing in the in the world to me, and you, 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 I love you. So he's like, all right. So he goes off. Yeah. Then he turns into a little asshole when he gets there. But Mike's not trying to. I mean, Mike is trying to not buy his love or anything, but he's like trying to. Hey, Billy and. How you doing, bud? And and all that. He's trying to be nice. I mean, if yeah. you guys have been the, through that before. Yeah, the the whole thing with the where he bought him the cap guns and he was telling him about Billy the Kid and telling him the story and where they were going where the where the, the little hotel motel or hotel they were going to was at, and then all of a sudden Billy just corrects him. He was like, That technically didn't happen with Billy the Kid and I was like, You little shit. Yeah, because <laughs> with the the little cap gun that he got, well, that's the same gun that uh, Billy the Kid had. And he goes, no, it's not. This gun didn't come out until however many years after he died. Or I was like, geez. The yeah, I like kid. Mike just turns his head and says, you're welcome. Yeah, inside his man, he's going, this little fucker. <laughs> I know some of you guys have been there. I mean, you, you're trying to get with the mom and you're trying to. Be nice to the kids, but there's those times where they're like, ah, you just want to strangle I mean, those little he, bastards. <laughs> he held in there though, because you got another situation where he's trying to tell him the best thing at this restaurant is the is the chili, and he's just like, I have a coke and uh, a burger, coke and fries. I was like, God damn! I, I don't, you know, I'd have been telling telling that brother, look, man, you need to straighten this little fucker out because I'm about to throw him off a cliff. <laughs> yeah, she sure was just kind of sitting there, just kind of looking at him like, oh, you know, kids. And she didn't even try to 
come on, man. You get don't disrespect or kind of just Billy knock it off. Anything. She would just hey, 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 whatever. I was like, God damn. So they're they're doing their trip. They go to one of those wild west towns. Uh, if you guys have never been to one, it's, it's a total tourist trap. But um, I remember as a little kid from my we go we we went to I think it was called Frontier Village or something like that, and they had this the, the shootouts in the street. I mean, for little kids, man, awesome. And everybody wanted to be a cowboy at some point or another when you were little. I never did, but I thought those were cool. I, I loved watching old cowboy movies with my dad. But so he's just trying to do his thing. Um, uh, Mike is telling him about uh, this used to be an old mining area. So there's all kinds of stuff, mines and everything all over the place. Uh, people still trying to strike it rich and find the mother load. So they go to this like old uh, abandoned mine area and he's kind of walking. Oh, before all that, before all that, we see a RV and these people in there partying, uh, a guy and uh, two guys. One guy's asleep on the couch. The other one's uh, trying to get at his girlfriend while she's trying to cook breakfast or, or make lunch or whatever. And he's trying to feel her up and then her boobies fall out. And then while he's uh, trying to get in there get to third base uh someone's head he, somebody grabs that guy's head pulls it and then just slices his throat and then ah he's dead then that lady she's screaming and yelling yelling and then she ends up getting stabbed and killed but before she before she buys it she kind of looks over at the guy that's laying on the couch because she thought he was asleep and he kind of rolls over and then we see that his throat is slit um, I like these uh, these old old school uh, methods of when you see the knife and they're breaking it across their uh, their necks. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's one of those things where there's a a little tube that, that pumps out the blood. I mean, it looks cheap and it looks fake, but I mean, I've always loved that practical effect. Not like today when it's CGI blood and it looks terrible. But anyway. So those three people get killed. All right, now here comes uh, Ralphie and his and his mom and and Mike, and he's just kind of wandering around. Look, um, as a kid that likes to explore, when I was when I was younger, if I saw somebody's RV there, I would not go in it. But he doesn't know know any better. He's a New Yorker and he's out in the desert. He well, goes he up to the RV. Stole out of it. <laughs> Tells you what kind of kid Billy is. It's that New York in him. Uh, no disrespect to any, any listeners in New York. <laughs> I love New York. Anyway, um, so he goes up there. He kind of is. Is anybody here? Hey, and he doesn't hear anything. He goes in and starts looking around. Um, and he's in. He, all the little partition things are closed, so he's kind of opening them up, looking around. He looks on the ground, he finds this little uh, necklace, and it's like a, a little gold frog. So he kind of just puts it in his pocket, and then uh, here comes Mike. He's like, what are you doing in here? And, uh, I'm just looking around. because you, you, this isn't yours. Come on, let's go. So they end up leaving. Uh, Ralphie notices an old, beat-up car. I, I, I couldn't tell you what kind of car it was. I think it was like a big Plymouth tank or, or whatever. I don't know. My old old cars. Um, so he sees it, 
but doesn't really think anything of it. They they get back in the car and they're on their way to the to the motel where they're staying, and um, where they have the little the little village things, the little frontier town and all that. He there he's driving down the road and he notices the car following them, but he doesn't really think anything because it just passes them and keeps on going. So, um, so they get to the hotel and they're doing their thing. Uh, they get, oh, as before they got to the, to the, to the hotel, they're, um, driving down this like little ravine road and they notice that there's uh, the RV is all burnt up and it was off the side of the road. So when Mike's sitting there goes, Hey, that's the, the RV we saw because it said, um, Eagle something on the side, like big bold letters. So Mm -hmm. that's how they, they noticed it. That That was the same RV. So Mike's like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna go tell the sheriff on what I saw. So he kind of starts walking up there. Uh, Ralph, he is, he's kind of like confesses to his mom, mom, I, I did something bad, and she's like, what? And he goes, I need to go turn myself in. So he kind of jumps, he jumps out, and I don't know why she didn't chase him, but he goes over to Mike. Mike's uh, telling the sheriff, uh, Wilfred Brimley, sheriff. Just she just has him as sheriff, doesn't have a name. <laughs> but he's telling him, he goes, Yeah, man, we, we saw this R V earlier by that old abandoned mine. And it was fine then. And he goes, But we didn't see anything. So he was like, Okay, and here comes Ralphie. He come he's Ralphie, everybody. His yeah. name is Billy in this, but he's Ralphie. You guys know what I'm talking about. So he goes up to the sheriff and is like, Hey, I did something bad. I took something out of that R V and if I got to go to prison for 99 years, all right. <laughs> He's like on the verge of tears. And he goes, uh, well, why don't you just give me what you took? Because his, his, the sheriff's like, and we'll we'll just skip prison. So he's like, okay. So he pulls out the little gold frog that he find. And the sheriff looks at it, and then his tune changes. Like, yeah, well, he, he knows exactly what it is. Yeah, he's like, well, you're, you're not supposed to... Um, be stealing things, little little boy. So just uh, don't do it again. Am I gonna so, have to be coming to court and testify? <laughs> yeah. He said, "Well, who knows? Maybe." So they're like, "All right." So the sheriff is looking at this gold frog, and he's like, "Oh, okay." He kind of. We see that the wheels are turning. So they yeah, get to the. But real quick, the the I guess he was like the coroner came by and seen what he was holding and he was like you've never been able to pin anything on them yeah because th- there's been murders uh in this area that were like unsolved uh yeah because even when that coroner sees that gold frog he's like he's like yeah you you can't pin nothing on that on that family and he's like well i don't know i'm gonna try <laughs> so uh, they get to the motel. They're out there doing the thing. They're going to um. They're, that this is when he was uh, just give me burger and fries and all that. Yeah, uh, shit. Yeah, the the waiter's standing there talking to him, and then uh, we just see like uh, his waist. And then when he kneels down, we notice that he's got one of those gold frogs because um, Ralphie sees it. And then just kind of looks away. But at this point, that guy doesn't doesn't know anything. Um, what the hell is his name? The actor, um, Stephen McHattie. Okay, he, yeah. he, his name was Hal. He's like, yeah, he just kind of doesn't really notice anything. But 
but Ralphie is just like, uh, yeah, I just want burger and fries. And they just leave it at that. So, but uh, the sheriff, Wilford Brimley, he goes to uh, the house. This is, uh, this is, must be hours later. Cause Hal's already at home. Um, that was the waiter guy. He's there. He's like, Hey man, um, uh, there was an accident with some RV out in the whatever highway. And he's like, Oh, okay. Well, I haven't, I haven't heard anything. So I, I don't know what's going on. And he goes, Oh, he goes, uh, is your brother around? He goes, ah, he's around here somewhere. And he goes, Oh, and he goes, well, here, maybe you want to give him this. And he, he has the, the gold frog and he, he hands it to him. He goes, Oh, well, cool, man. He goes, I noticed that you have yours on. So this, this has to be your brother's. And then that's when he told him the story. He goes, yeah, my dad was out here when we were kids and he was mining and he found some gold. So this is uh, the two little frogs that he made. It was from the gold that he found. So he's like, all right, yeah, well, he goes, yeah, I'll, I'll give it to him when, when, uh, when I see him. So uh, thanks. And uh, all right, uh, be on your way. So um he goes well he kind of like well do you know where your brother's at he goes yeah he's probably over wherever and he goes well can we go over there and see him he's like okay so they're they're kind of walking out of the house hal walks out first and here comes the sheriff and then right behind him or no he gets uh he gets hit in the chest with a pickaxe yeah and then i was like weak and <laughs> killed Wilfred Brimley. <laughs> it's hardly in it so he goes down and that's the end of him because the sheriff did tell him, he goes, well, where'd you get it? Oh, this little kid uh, found it. And he's, and they, he, did he need to tell him? Yeah, some little kid that's staying at the whatever, whatever Holiday Inn or something down the road. And I was like, did he, he need to tell sure him that? did give him all the information. He could have just told him some little kid found it or somebody found it. He didn't say need to say a little kid. But so he's like, all right. And I think he kind of put two and two together uh, well, i'm not no, really he, sure he he's seen what he had didn't he at the oh, restaurant that's right that's right i think so okay i think the sheriff just basically confirmed that he where he said he found it oh that's right they were at that restaurant before they saw the rv because that because um ralphie was holding it and when that guy came over to take the order he noticed he was holding okay yeah that's right so all right so he knew what that kid looked like yeah i think i think he was gonna let it slide but then when, once the sheriff said uh, some kid found it in the rv where we found dead bodies i think that's when he was like i gotta go kill ralphie yeah so they're they're at their hotel whatever and ralphie's like you know what can i go uh exploring because mike has been trying to get in his mom's pants this whole time so like, yeah, go ahead. You just go do your thing. We'll we'll be here. So Ralphie's just kind of walking around this little uh, old Western museum, and all of a sudden we see feet and somebody like trying to follow him. And then whoever this person is gets a takes a hat off one of the dummies and gets a scarf and puts it around his face. And um, during this whole little front town front town frontier town thing. Um, the guys that are acting and everything, they, they'll come up to you and tell you to reach for this guy and shit like that. Because he's still walking around with his little six shooter, his little cap gun. So when he sees um, that guy with the with the mask on, with the over his over his uh, nose and his mouth, 
I think he called him like Black Bart or something like that. He goes, hey, yeah. you, you be, I told you to get out of town. And then he starts uh, pointing his gun and shooting at him. And then he goes, I got you. You're supposed to fall down. Yeah, and then then I, he, then he's like, come here. Yeah. He, he was like, get... stranger danger. I mean, come on. <laughs> but at this point, Ralphie doesn't know what's going on. He thinks it's all part of the show because he starts <laughs> giggling and running around. And that guy's trying to chase him. Uh, he does shoot at him. But I, I guess nobody heard it. <laughs> so Yeah, but, and he Ralphie sees where he shot and it, it blasted a little piece off that statue. And yeah, he's but, still kind of like, <laughs> like <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, he didn't even think that he didn't even think twice about it. Like, holy shit, this guy's shooting at me. He just oh, thought it was all these, part these of the act. These are real. <laughs> so he uh he kind of he gets away because that guy runs out there looking for him and he can't find him oh no no while he's chasing ralphie there's some other people in that museum and they're like hey can we take a picture so he's like stops and ralphie gets away i like he poses for the picture (laughs) (laughs) it's all part of the show so all right uh mike and ralphie's mom he wants to take her out to dinner and, and all this and i don't know where they got this stranger to be a babysitter i mean now is is this is this a teenager or is this an adult i would say a teenager she she looked like it so i don't she, she was clearly her voice was dubbed over yeah it was, it was um, weird mary steelsmith is the the actor's name it just says babysitter so they're they go off. Mike and uh, Sally, uh, Ralphie's mom, they end up leaving, and they're like, "Well, here, here's a, this is where we're going. So if you need to call or whatever, here's some money. He might want ice cream." So Ralphie's just sitting there watching whatever old black and white cowboy movie, and she's sitting there, uh, she's a little chubby girl, and she's just like looking around at things. She notices a Twinkie sitting there, and Ralphie's like, "Hey, do you want some chocolate?" And she's like, "Yeah, sure." So she woofs down that chocolate bar and then she goes over to the twinkie woofs that down and then hey do you want ice cream and he's like yeah she goes all right well i'll be back in a minute uh, uh, first she she eats his chips too Don't oh yeah <laughs> you gonna eat those she dusted his chips man and like ate even the little the, the remnants that's inside the bag basically just ran her finger through it and then started licking her i was like all right man she must have been starving that's when she goes yeah do you want uh, ice cream and he goes yeah well, I'll be back. So she ends up leaving. Uh, and he said, give me a banana split. I don't know where she went, but she came came walking back to the room with a banana split. And she's digging her fingers in his banana split, too. Yeah. I'm like, why didn't you buy yourself one? I don't know how much mom money mom gave her, but. She probably ate it on the way there. <laughs> or probably ate it, then got his, and then it went, came coming back. So Yeah. As she's uh, walking back, she kind of walks by that little area where the soda machines are. And uh, it's one of those old school. I don't know if they still have these. Um, I think they do. I don't know. But it's uh, for those of you that don't know, back in, the, back in the day, there was this machine where you can get cups of coffee or cups of soda. That actual cup would fall down, and then the soda and the ice would come down. So this soda falls, and she sees it, and... Free soda, so she walks over there, gets it, and then starts giggling and drinking it, holding this big <laughs> banana split, and she's not paying attention. All of a sudden, this hand comes out 
from behind and did he slice her throat? Yeah, he, he sliced her throat. But I just have to say they they overdid it with because she's a big girl, she had to eat so much, and then she saw this free soda and was like you said, giggling. <laughs> I don't know. Different times uh, in the early 80s, uh, boys and girls. So so she's dead. And then uh, Ralphie's just sitting there watching TV. And then, um, oh, uh, the guy, the, the killer, he took uh, the key away uh, from the girl. So he kind of goes over there and he opens up the door and then goes in. Ralphie looks over there and it's uh, Hal, uh, the waiter guy that he already seen. And he's like, fuck. So he jumps up and runs into the bathroom and then shuts the door. So he kind of doesn't make much noise. He goes there and starts talking. Hey, uh, I just want to talk to you, man. Come on. Come out here. Let's uh, let's have a conversation. And fucking Ralphie's just on the verge of tears. Like, how the fuck am I going to get out of this? So he's, I mean, good, good for him, man. He, he was like kind of quick on his toes. He gets... I don't know if it was a bag or something, but he fills it up with hot water because he turns on the shower. Uh, Hal is talking to him still through the door. He's like, all right, um, you know, these doors are hollow and I can just punch right through it. He goes, but I don't want to make all the noise. So they uh, pull out like a switchblade and he goes, I'm going to just uh, pry off these uh, little hinges for the doorway and then uh, I'll be right in there. So he kind of gets the breaks those out. And he goes, all right, here I come. I got one off. And then he just opens the door. And then when he goes in there, there's all the steam from the shower and everything. And he's kind of looking around like, what? And then Ralphie, I assume he was standing in the tub or something. And he had like a bag of hot water and then poosh, dumped it in his face. And he got, ah, he falls down and Ralphie falls yeah. ass out of there. He had put like a, I think he put like cologne or aftershave or something in there. Soap. Like everything in there. Yeah. <laughs> So he dumps it in his face, and he's ah, and he's rubbing his eyes, and Ralphie takes off. I don't know why he ran to the first door. Help, help, help! And then goes to the next door. He should have just ran down the to the office or something. You know that's how they do in horror movies. You gotta knock on every door. I'm surprised he didn't trip and fall down on the way. <laughs> because that guy comes, Hal comes out, and Ralphie's still like pounding on the doors, and then he goes running. Um, uh, Mike and uh, Ralphie's mom call to to check on him. So, but then no one's answering. So they're kind of like, "Fuck!" Well, no, I don't know what's going on. Let's go. So they end up going back to the hotel. But uh, Ralphie's running around. He's in the parking lot. He's running around, hiding behind cars. And Hal is running around. Hey, hey, Billy, where are you, man? Come on out. I just want to talk to you. And then um, he gets to a Billy gets to a car. And then he just climbs in it. And then he finds a door that's open. He gets in and he's hiding in the back seat. The audience sees that it's that old car that was following them around. And it's Hal's car. So Hal's kind of looking around. And he walks up to his car and then just gets in. And then starts it up. And then uh, Ralphie's like, fuck. And as he's driving around the parking lot, kind of just, hey, Billy, where are you? Come on out, man. Come on, buddy. I won't hurt you. And then he drives off. And then here comes Mike and Sally. You're tearing into the parking lot. They run up into the room, uh, find that nobody's in there. And then they run down to the main office and say, hey, uh, um, oh, because uh, Sally was like, well, where is he? And Mike's like, you know what? I think I got a pretty good idea. 
uh, of where. Um, so he runs down to, they run down to the, the main office and they're asking my son, or she's like, my son's missing. And then Mike's like, Hey, where is the Anderson house or, or whatever their last names are? And then, yeah, how, how did he come to this conclusion? I think when the, um, when he was talking to, uh, Wilford Brimley, the sheriff, he had mentioned their name, but that, that's, I think I, that's the only way I can think of that. He, the sheriff said something too, because I think he said, well, I'll, I'll take this and I'm going to go talk to whoever, whoever, um, and said their last name. So, cause Mike just goes, Hey, where's the, I don't remember the last name. Remember? I just, Anderson came to my head. Where's the Anderson or the Peterson house. And, uh, I assume this is a small little town and everybody knows everybody. Cause the guy's like, Oh, just go down this highway and then make a left over on this road and just drive a couple miles down the road. And then there's the house. So he's like, well, all right, well call the sheriff and tell them that I'm going out there. So they go hauling ass down there. Um, they actually get to the house first. So they go into the house and they're looking around and then Billy, Billy, where are you? They don't see nothing. And then all of a sudden, here comes Hal rolling up. Well, he's mobbing down the road. Billy's in the back seat, and um, he's just singing some country song. I don't know, but he gets to the house and notices that they're in his house. So he kind of goes around the side uh, to just uh, scout out the house to see who's in there. Uh, he knows who's in there. So Billy, he gets out of the back seat and he notices it's uh, Mike's car. So he goes running in there like, "Mom, Mike, where are you?" And uh, they find each other, and while they're in there, all of a sudden, doosh, things start crashing through the windows. Uh, he was throwing, like, just old par- car parts, tires, and whatever, grills from old beat-up trucks or whatever. And he was just throwing, and then all of a sudden, we hear a shotgun blast. Doosh, and uh, Mike gets clipped. Uh, I think he got hit in the arm with mm-hmm. one. And then all of a sudden they hear somebody on the roof just pounding on it. It's like uh, old, um, not tin, like aluminum roof. So he's up there just pounding on it as hard as he can, hooting and hollering. Starts firing his shotgun in the air. So they're like, oh, fuck. Well, he's up on the roof. Well, what are we going to do? So they're they're trying to, to get out of there. Um they're kind of going through the house. They find uh, the sheriff, Wilford Brimley, because they kind of back up into a, a closet, and then he comes falling out. And then they're like, fuck, and then the shotgun blast starts shooting through the house. Um, so they take uh, – Mike takes the gun from uh, the sheriff, and he's holding it, and that guy comes running in again, and then he ends up just – No, no, no. He's fighting around with him. Uh, Hal comes in, and he's fighting around with Mike. And then Billy, I don't know why his mom didn't pick up the gun, but Billy picks up the gun and he's holding it and Hal's coming at him like, uh, you're not going to shoot me. And he shoots him in the chest. So he, uh, he falls down, but then Mike, they're still fighting. So they, they kind of runs outside. Mike takes the gun from Billy and plugs him a few more times. And then he goes down. So. They're like, oh, okay, well, let's let's get out of here. So they're kind of, well, where are we gonna go? Because their tire, their their tires were slashed, so they couldn't get in that 
in the car. I don't know why. They, no, no. Did they get in the old car? No, yeah, they got in the old car. No, 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 no. They walked because they were going to get in that old car. And Billy was like, I'm not getting in that thing. No, no, no. Come on, mom. Don't make me. Don't make me. She's like, all right, all right. Well, we'll just, we'll walk to whatever motel down the road. So they end up walking down there. And uh, they hear some. Once they get there, they're kind of, they, they, get in i don't know where everyone's at because it looked like it was a hotel that was still running because there's power and everything but uh they end up calling the sheriff from there um ralphie and his mom are waiting up in the room because they start they hear some like somebody honking so mike said you know i'm, I'm gonna go down there and check it out so he goes downstairs and he looks outside and it's that old car that yeah, i was driving I, around i didn't get this he sees the car and he walks out to it Well, then we wouldn't get the the, the, the shocking surprise. <laughs> Mike walks up to the car and it's like super slow motion. He's he's walking up, he's walking up, and then in the front seat we see Hal and he's dead because there's like blood on him and he's his face is like basically looking out the window, but his head is on the steering wheel. So he notices him there dead and he's like kind of like got this puzzled look, and then somebody grabs his shoulder and he spins around and it's Hal's brother. I don't I don't remember his name, but he's got a twin, an identical twin. Cause he Mike's looking at him, he sees his face, and then the camera goes back and forth from uh <laughs> Hal that's dead in the car to Mike to his twin brother. It did it like multiple times, and then he's like, What the fuck? He doesn't know uh what's happening. And then so, uh, oh, he had a knife. So I think they they were fighting around. Did um, shit, I don't remember. Did he shoot him? Uh, no, they're fighting. Somehow he's swinging a knife, and it looks like he hits him, but he doesn't. I don't. The, the way he's swinging a knife was weird. And then they he chases him into the building. They get into the fight, and I think this is where he stabs Mike. And I think this is this was where the scene I think when Billy picks up the gun and he shoots uh, the, uh, the twin brother and clips him. Well, who shot he, the other? Did Billy? He shot the other guy, Hal, didn't he? Yeah. Okay. My, no, my, so, fuck, I don't remember one. Somebody, yeah. somebody shot him, but. Well, he he shot him and clipped him, and that was like the only shot left in the gun. And then he chases chases Billy out of the the building, and then he's running down the street or into the desert or wherever the hell he was running to. And uh, somehow uh, Mike and his mom was able to get into the car and run down the twin brother and hit him. Well, they Billy was running down the road. Um, and then here comes the car and it's just honking. I don't know. Well, I'll get to it in a second, <laughs> but when, uh, he's running down the road and the car kind of pulls up, it stops and it's Mike and his mom. So, oh no, 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 no. It's still, it's still hauling ass down the road, chasing Billy and Billy's just running for his life. Then all of a sudden here comes the, uh, house brother. Shit. I can't remember his name. He runs out in front of the car and boosh, they plow into him. And then he goes flying off and end up killing him. 
that's when we that's when we were revealed that it's Mike and uh, Ralphie's mom in the car because they kind of stop and then they're like Billy and then he stops and runs us back to them. Uh, he's giving them a hug, freeze frame, and that's your movie. So, but I thought it was a good, um, yeah, it's a little light slasher, but I thought it was more of a, a thriller. If anything, and because you're kind of like, um, you kind of know who's killing, but then when we get that surprise that there's twins, um, I wasn't even the first time I saw this, I wasn't even thinking, well, because they kept saying, Well, where's your brother? Where's your brother? and we never see him, but when we finally see him, that's when we noticed that, that he's an identical twin. But yeah, I, I, I honestly, I thought there was no brother. Oh, just thought it was that main guy killing. Yeah, him? like maybe the brother had died and he he the uh, Hal or is that his name? Hal. Yeah. Was just kind of acting like his brother was still alive. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. I mean, I wasn't. I'm I'm trying. To, I'm just going back to when I first saw this because, like I said, I've seen this a bunch of times. But yeah, I remember. I remember actually being shocked. When uh, because when we see Hal laying dead in the car, and then the, when that guy grabs him and, and Mike spins around, and we see him, and it's just uh, the same actor, of course. <laughs> but I was like, "Whoa, there's two of them, or there's twins?" Because I was like, "Wow!" I was like, I was truly shocked. Um, sorry if we ruined it. You guys should have seen it. This came out in '82. But if you haven't seen it, it it is worth a watch. Um, I really love this film. I remember when I was in, uh, I was down in Hollywood at Amoeba, and when I was digging through the Blu-rays, and I went, oh, Death Valley, so I bought it. So, I've always loved this movie. So, glad that I was able to, oh, this was, like you said, this was your first time seeing this. Yeah. Did, did you say you never heard of it? I've never heard of it. Okay. Well, I'm the old bunch, the old man of this, uh, this trio. Is it a trio? Two people? I don't know. It's fucking late, everyone. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Death Valley, 1982. Uh, Messy Marvin, a.k.a. Ralphie. Uh, Peter Billingsley. Billy in this one. And uh, Paul Lamatt and Catherine Hicks and Stephen McHattie. I mean, you know uh, who them. Paul Lamatt, I remember him mostly from American, American Graffiti. And uh, the first puppet master, and he's always a cop in other movies. I can't remember what, but Death Valley, 1982. I really love this film. So if you guys haven't seen it, and uh, if you're a physical media collector and you do not have this in your collection, I say drop everything, go to Amazon or wherever, and pick it up. I don't think it's out of print. But no, it's it's a I I, I was looking. Or it's on Amazon. Okay, well there you go. Pretty reasonable price, fourteen ninety nine. I think I paid like twenty five or something when it first came out. <laughs> but all right, everyone, that is gonna be it this episode, and uh, we will be back with more. So until then, be safe out there. Come back tomorrow for more. So until then, party on. <laughs>